Hi, everybody in podcast land and also on YouTube. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And today on the Carpool Critics Movie Podcast, we are discussing the new Ryan Reynolds movie, Free Guy. Free Guy. And that's a spoiler alert, <laughs> big buddy. <laughs> what was it? Do you think that was this- not just good. That was great. <laughs> is this title an imperative? Like, free him. Or is it a, like yeah, an adjective? It's it both. It's a free it's a, guy. Yeah, it's a good title. It's a weird title. No, I like it. No, because it, it is. It's, you could read it as an imperative. Free guy. Yeah. But it's also like, hey, look, he's a free guy. But he's a free guy. But and then he's guy. Also, I'm, guy. I'm and confused about why the, the, the thing that's being reused in all these names is free, but he's we'll not, get into that. He's it not al- your guy. It also <laughs> communicates the nerdy gamery vibe of the yep, movie. So I guess so. Yeah, like a free life. It's a very good <laughs> That's title a really good title. In that free respect. Life. Anyways, uh, if you're in our convoy <laughs> of listeners who, for some reason, watch the movies ahead of time so they can follow along on this amazing podcast, <laughs> if you're one of those people, next week is going to be a Sarah episode. Yeah. And... We are going to cover my favorite movie of all time. That's true. One. Your absolute favorite. Spoiler alert for your take on it. Yeah, I guess. Well, I think my absolute favorite is probably Blade Runner 2049, but I love Kill Bill. And before you ask, yes, Kill Bill 1 and 2, they are one movie, but yes, we are doing them in two parts. Oh, thank God. For a second, I had to watch both. At the same uh, time. No, 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 no. <laughs> Kill Bill. Kill Bill. But Killabilla. I think most people like part two more. Anyways. Kill Bill, see what happens. You'll see. Uh, that's going to be <laughs> awesome. But today we are doing Free Guy all day. So, David, what are you giving this movie out of 10? Free Guy starts with a really bad idea and a plot that could be generated by an AI. But through sheer power of likable characters, smart execution, and just a little restraint, turns into, surprisingly, a pretty enjoyable movie. Huh. 6.6 out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. It was way better than I expected. I thought this yeah. was going to be absolutely... Garbage fire from the trailer. But you got us to Garbage watch it. Garbage fire? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it looks oh, so man. bad from the trailer. And then I, I started seeing reviews, pretty early reviews that were like, this is this is good. And oh, no. they were right. This I, is pretty good. I really had like a real middle of the road impression. I'm like, this could be a fun movie. It could be a complete disaster. But yeah, so I feel like I kind of came in pretty even tempered. Mm-hmm. Here's my slogan. How'd you leave? You're free to dislike this movie, but you'd be Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a joke that makes <laughs> stupid <laughs> pun sense if you've seen the it movie. It hurts my face to react to that. Like the expression. And you remember that the main bad guy's name is Antoine. Sorry. Uh, I Honestly, like uh, that that was a rushed slogan. I didn't have time I for anything it. else. I'm giving it 7.75. Wow. Out of 10. I really enjoyed this movie. Yep. I think like throughout it, there were many times where I'm just kind of like, wait, what? Uh, I don't know. But by the end of it, I was laughing. I was smiling. Yeah. I'm like, that was a great time. And I felt things too. Surprising. Yeah. It has a lot of heart. Felt a surprising amount of things. James, what about you? You don't feel things normally. Free Guy is an acceptable, completely skippable action comedy yep. that you should only go to if you're bored and it's free. Oh. Is what I would have said <laughs> if the third act wasn't just so amazing it completely saved the film. Hey. But still, 6.9 out of 10. Yeah, uh, nice. nice. See it if you're like a Twitch watching gamer person. Otherwise, still whatever, stay home. That's very much true. The last act is really, really turns things around. Yeah. Not that it was like so, 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 so bad until then. No. But it was just kind of like, we could be sliding to the finish here. Like at halfway, I was like, this is fine. I could be at home. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then it it just got really, really fun and good. Yeah. And there's a lot to talk about in the end there. After this message from three of our sponsors that are going to do as fast as I can. Carpal wow. Critics is supported by Manscaped's Performance Package Kit. It comes with a ton of stuff, including the new Lawnmower Waterproof Trimmer, their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, their Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, and their new Shears 2.0 Luxury Nail Kit. Damn, head to manscaped.com forward slash carpool20 today and get 20% off 
plus free international shipping today. Plus, you'll get their shed travel bag and a pair of their anti-chafing boxer briefs available for a limited time. No chafing allowed. We're also brought to you by Private Internet Access VPN. PIA helps you hide your true IP address so that you can bypass your restrictions and censorship. You can connect up to 10 devices at once. And it includes an internet kill switch. <laughs> Lightsaber. If your VPN gets disconnected involuntarily. PIA is available for Windows, Mac, Android, iOS, and even is a Chrome extension. So check it out at lmg.gg slash carpoolcritics. What was that? Carpool Critics is supported by Vessi Footwear, famous for making shoes that are light, comfortable, and most importantly, waterproof. They're made from a dual knit... Damn it, I do it every time. They're knit made from a dual climate knit material. They're easy to pack and they're 100% vegan, bro. I love mine because they're super easy to slip on and off. No laces, baby. And I don't have to worry about what the weather's like outside. I just put them on and I go. So head to vesti.com slash carpalcritics and get 25 bucks off right now. And here's yes. what they sound like. Very I just nice. ordered a pair today. The lavender uh, special edition weekend. Oh, nice. They're sick. I also ordered another pair yesterday. What Ooh. the hell? Yeah. Consumers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Would you believe that uh, we watched a movie for this? I would. It was good. You want to know what happened? What happened? Oh, yeah. The synopsis. All right. Guy. <laughs> Buddy guy. <laughs> no. I got to say it's confusing. Uh, many times in the when they call him guy, I'm just like, I, I, I hear the South Park Canadian thing. Hey, like, yeah. hey, hey guy. Not your buddy guy. Not your friend, buddy. Guy is a non-player character or NPC in the Grand Theft Auto style video game Free City, blissfully unaware that his world isn't real. But when he finally stands up to a player terrorizing the game, he gets their sunglasses, allowing him to see Free City as a player does. Guy then meets and falls in love with Millie, a player seeking evidence to prove that part of Free City's code was stolen from her. Mistaking Guy for another player, Millie tells him to level up in-game, which he does by helping the citizens of Free City, gaining viral fame in the real world. Meanwhile, Millie's former partner, Walter Keys McKee... I noticed it. We'll talk about this. ...who works for the company running the game, discovers that Guy is becoming sentient, thanks to his and Millie's AI system, meaning his boss, Antoine, did steal their code. Guy helps Millie retrieve an in-game video clip proving this, and in the process, learns that he's an NPC. But to stop them, Antoine orders a server reboot destroying the evidence and erasing Guy's memory. However, Millie finds Guy in the rebooted game and kisses him, restoring his backup data. That's how that works. <laughs> Guy recalls seeing a hidden island off the coast of Free City, the game world for Millie and Key's original game, Free Life. Guy and Millie set off for the island, but to prevent Keys from helping, Antoine fires him and uploads Dude a bigger, stronger version of Guy into the game. Dude, Guy. That, I just made that connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Guy eventually distracts Dude with the sunglasses and makes it to the island right before Antoine destroys the game's servers, which is seen by gamers across the world. Millie convinces Antoine to give back their code and IP, which she and Keys use to launch Free Life, bringing Guy and the other Free City NPCs to live there. Millie realizes Keys wrote Guy's code as a love letter to her, and they kiss in the middle of the street, except we don't see it because it uh, cuts right before. It's so uh, weird. I thought that would have been sweet. I thought well, it was sweet. I, I honestly was, was like, not credits, I was feeling it. I was like, oh, this is kind of, oh, I mean, really? it was super, super cheesy. I it hated was it. Super, super cheesy. I booed. But I was feeling it right up until they meet in the, and then it, and then it cuts. And I was like, wait, wh why did Wait, you, do you, that? Boo you booed the cut? The or kiss. you booed the kiss. Boo. The I yeah. No, I was you just like the kiss. Yeah, just have a look. Just have them like yeah. Just have her look up from the computer after seeing the video, and he's there or something, and it's like, huh? Will yeah, they, it will they? Won't they? It wasn't necessarily that I was like, I want to see him kiss. No, because normally I would be like, all right, that's a, the stop with the. Yeah. It's a long kiss scene. But you're right. Uh, so it's either that they should have cut a little bit later when we get to see like a sure. little bit of the kiss, 
or they just cut before they go across See, the street. This is interesting. Are we done the synopsis? Can we talk about That's this? That's it. Okay. No, that was all part of the... <laughs> See, this is interesting that, that decision of when, when to cut, I think, is part of a broader decision of hmm. who is the protagonist. Yes. Oh, who is the protagonist? Because at first you're kind of like, well, obviously guy. it's Guy. But then the lock-in of this movie, like the, the moment where you're like, I know what this movie is about. Yep. I have the hero. I have the obstacles. I have the stakes. Uh, I, you know, we know what's going to happen here. Is is not until you meet not just Guy, but also Millie and other Keys. dude. Yeah, Keys. Keys. And you have to have all three, and then you're like, okay, I understand like all the pieces now. And then throughout the movie, Guy kind of takes a back seat. He even gets like killed and erased at one point, and you're more following the story of these these two humans in Earth One who are <laughs> who are like <laughs> are trying to actually solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it. it it kind of oscillates back and forth, and in the yeah. end, I do think that guy is the protagonist, but because mm. he's he's there during the plot climax, yeah, and he's and everyone's he, watching him, yeah. yeah, but but the I would say the emotional climax of the film is that kiss, yeah, with with these other characters. So if you cut earlier, then you're kind of saying these guys are less important. Guy is the protagonist. We can cut earlier, they, or they just have a look, they share a look, and that's sufficient. Yeah. If they are more on the protagonist end. Then we want to see the kiss. I think that I think that I like what the movie does. Where uh, I would say that guy is the protagonist, but as the movie uh, proceeds, you kind of learn that the real story of this whole story that we're telling is the story of Keys and Millie. Mm-hmm. And so I like that that's kind of slowly revealed, and then w- the movie actually ends on the. Uh, conclusion of that narrative, the broader real world narrative, rather than like guy on his quest to find out what the hell's going on or whatever. He undergoes the most change, obviously, but yeah. it's still weird because you know the biggest one of the biggest character arc moments for him is him saying, "I'm a love letter to you." Yeah, like I am. <sighs> I'm not important. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, but, I'm, but that I'm was insignificant it, in the in the in your lives. Yeah, it's interesting because in that moment, I kind of like got a little bit of like. He knows he's a robot vibe. Like, you know, I think though, I, to me that that I read it more as he's stepping out of his programming. His programming is a love letter to her. So in having in declaring this, he's kind of stepping into free will. He has awareness. Yeah, yeah and he's like, I'm aware that this is what I was designed for, but I'm more than that. Right. And like, that's why we can't be together. Like, I was so glad they didn't end up together. I thought that was a good scene where he's just like, he he kind of jokingly is like, we we can't do this. Like, yeah. in her in her her voice or whatever. I but. wonder if there were drafts where. They were. I, I feel well, like there's so no bad. way. There's <laughs> no way. We like that other guy. We yeah. like Keys. Yeah. And then she goes and builds a cyber sex suit, and that's how that's... they can kiss for real. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, I, I that's agree. That's the first thing my mind goes. <laughs> I agree with what you were saying, though, Riley. I really like the, the pacing of how they dole out the information. Like, at first, you don't really know what's going on with this world. You don't yeah. understand why a guy is becoming self-aware. Right. And you find out that Millie's like looking for something and then you find out like, oh, this code was stolen from them and it was kind of, the AI was what was special. And you're like, you can start to piece it together. Like, oh, their code is part of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah. nice because it's one of those movies where in the first like 20 or 30 minutes, you're starting to see things that piss you off. Yeah. And you're like, what? How? Even, why would that? Yeah. And then within that hour, you get answers yeah. that right. totally assuage all of those concerns. Totally. I, I, I gotta say I don't like though the initial thing of of these things happening and you're like wait that doesn't make sense as a gamer I know that this isn't like NPCs don't have yeah. apartments or whatever but I want to stake on the I want to stick on the keys and and Millie thing for a second sure. there because did you guys feel like that was a compelling 
love story. I found some of the things were really cute. Like the early on when it's the interview of them talking about uh, first, what is it? Second life. What, what's like their uh, game called? Free so Act- I think I said it wrong. Life? Actual I think, life. I think I said it wrong in the in the synopsis. Life their itself. first game was life, life itself. itself. Yeah. So they're doing like the interview of life itself, and it's kind of like a flashback, but it's like a clip. Yeah. And like you can see that they're like they love each other, or they're like they're like cute together. Yeah. And I like that stuff. But then after that, I kind of felt like it was sort of there, but it didn't really I don't know invest into it the way that I think I might have cared more for. Yeah. It seemed kind of contrived because I feel like when. <laughs> If they have a romantic thing going on, more often you see actual husbands and wives or or whatever couples making games. Yeah. Like I feel like there are a, a number of examples in the industry industry of couples making games together. Mm-hmm. But I just felt it like it was a bit contrived to see. Okay, there's two people making this game, and they're both single, and they both kind of have a crush on each other. But they're it's awkward and weird, and they're haven't don't want to date or something. Yeah. Like it's uh, it just seemed like yeah. oh we're gonna set this up so that they get together by the other. With both there. of these complaints, I feel like again you couldn't you couldn't um, solve those problems without changing the movies too much. It would, then fair. you're in rom com territory. Yeah. Like to David's point, yeah, it would been better if they had some kind of major conflict where you know Millie's being selfish and he tries to care for her but that just pushes her away sure. and then she doesn't realize that he's there but then yeah. now it's a rom-com Dumb. about them and yeah, it's not yeah. about guy yeah. guy is no longer protagonist it is though. like a minor complaint i feel like one thing that might fix that is was to have them both working at like a slightly larger company maybe. instead of just being partners but then it wouldn't feel so the stakes are so personal where they need to get their yeah. code but back. like maybe they were working at a company and mm, they made the code together that's fair, that's fair. anyways whatever like yeah. why it's a minor thing well, let's uh i think for me, I think the absolute best decision they made about this movie uh, and it, what saves it from what I th- was afraid it was going to be is that Guy is very sweet. Mm. Like they didn't, I thought it was going to be sarcastic Ryan Reynolds who was like quipping and doing all this stuff. Oh, but really? for the first like half hour of the movie, he's like Buddy the Elf sweet. Like, yeah. He's just yeah. like so wholesome. And, Which like, is right in his zone. Yeah. He basically, I think that's his whole range. He's <laughs> he, He's either like naive puppy dog yeah which he totally yeah. gets in this yeah or he's just quippy deadpool yeah yep. that's yeah. like his that's his whole and he get he gets there a little bit by the end of it but yeah a little bit I, I i realized this afterwards i don't know did you guys draw this parallel like it's basically truman show but in, in a video game yeah yeah it's basically matrix and like it was really down basically to lego the, movie it's basically yeah, it, no 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 not no it's 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 like down to him wearing the same clothes every day, saying having a catchphrase, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Don't have a good day, have a great day. I definitely and, thought of Truman Show. And well, yeah, like and the, he has the, to, when everyone's watching, definitely. He, he has to go past out out past the water to like the edge of the world yeah. at the end. Yeah. I was like I, <laughs> I it didn't strike me at all while I was watching it, but then I was driving home from the theater, I was just like Wait a second, that was For Truman sure. Show. Yeah, it even, even has the thing, like you said, people watching where it cuts between all the different stakeholders of the yeah. film. Like, this guy's watching. God, there from- is too many cuts of Ninja. Fuck, one. You get one oh cut of Ninja. Gosh, yeah. It was, I, I don't hate the cuts to the real life uh, streamers and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was okay. But they keep fucking they going back. They did it back. too many. And like, especially when it's like that climax when he's running across the bridge and then it cuts to Ninja again. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, that yeah, totally stop. takes me out of it. Like, it's fine in like the silly, like fun montage bits. Yeah. But when it's the emotion, like it's one of the climaxes, no. Especially because the first time they bring in the streamers, you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. They got the streamers and you don't really like care that they are, you know, bad at acting and they're, you know, it it really seems like they're delivering pre-made lines. (laughs) But like when they bring them back like three times and by the end of it, I'm just like, okay. The illusion is gone. Yeah. Now I'm just seeing the streamer looking at the the prompter like or whatever, you know. Apparently they just, they didn't even... I think because this was 
No, they filmed this before COVID. But I know but they, that they, they kept filming through. So oh, okay. Apparently, this movie changed quite a bit right. because of COVID, which um, I it clearly worked out because it's a pretty right. decent movie. I know that at least Jack Septicai and Dan TDM is that his name? I don't know. That Dan guy. Munition. Sure, that that guy. I know that they just recorded their parts like at home in their setups. Yeah. Like they didn't like go to a set or anything. Yeah. It was literally just the movie sent them the yeah. lines. They record the lines. Thanks. Well, it's the same the with footage. though when uh, when guys interacting with like real life people, like when he's interacting with Channing Tatum. That was like when the person in real life, like that was shot later. Same with like the girls that are like, where's that motherfucker? Like that's just Sean Levy's kids. And like, oh, really? they were in the editing room and, and Ryan Reynolds was like, I think we need like something here. We need I like to cut it girls. out to that. And so they just went to, to Sean Levy's house and shot in his daughter's bedroom and just added it. <laughs> I love this, that scene with the girls. He's yeah. like, he's just an NPC wasted. Yeah. <laughs> so good. For my part, I didn't actually mind the streamers being in there because I didn't recognize any of them oh yeah, <laughs> yeah other yeah. than ninja i was like ah, oh, that's yeah, ice yeah, yeah. that dyed yeah. hair thing yeah, no I, I like that i mean that's one of the things this movie does really really re well which is to kind of like situate it it's to give itself gamer cred yeah so like hey we know about these gamers or the streamers uh the people are using razor laptops and they have hyperx headsets and like i feel like even it wasn't dominated by one brand either there's some no Logitech stuff yeah so i i, I I was impressed by how wide of a net they cast in like making these references to real world gamer culture. But they, but they didn't do too many. That was my fear. Was that like mm. nonstop inside the game? It'd no, be, like, it wasn't like Ready references. Player One yeah. or something. Yeah, like oh yeah, exactly. Ready Player One, where everywhere you look, there's like forty five references, and it's gets so overbearing. There this were movie. like people killing people, saying "puggers." Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> there's like they'll have a conversation. There's like a character in the back, like trying to jump on a wall or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Little silly things, and then. The at the exact right, yeah, the tea bag. That was funny because <laughs> it's just funny. like, oh yeah. yeah. But at the exact right moment, they pull the references out. Like the fucking Avengers that was reference a was sweet a moment. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Reference. People clapped in the theater. Yeah, it was so good. It just like the yeah. the slow unfurling, the shield, the musical the music. cue, and then the Hulk arm. You're like, okay, yeah. And it was one good. thing after another. Yeah. It was the Avengers shield. Yeah. And then it was the lightsaber. Well, yeah. the Hulk arm. Yeah, and yeah. then it was, he had brought the lightsaber out. And then he had the Fortnite minor yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And then he had the gravity gun from yeah, Half-Life. that was sick. And the portal gun, yeah. Well, okay, so that was... But yeah, yeah. I was confused because it's a portal gun, but it doesn't look like the portal yeah, gun from... Anyways, the, yeah. Whatever. I was a little bit But confused. it was like, there was like four or five references in a row, was and I was like, Disney damn. Movie? It is a yes. Disney movie. Okay. It's Fox. That's and when so I realized. This is one of the first movies that started under Fox, and then the acquisition happened and it finished under Disney. Yeah. And so they they liked it. They've already uh, requisitioned a sequel. That's not the right word. but Oh, did they? Yeah, so there's going to be a sequel, which oh, nice. whatever. We'll talk about that after. I, yeah, I don't know. But I was like, how are they going to do a sequel yeah. of this? I mean, I guess like maybe maybe we like di dive that, deeper that into... That shitty deal they set up at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, but maybe. I think that it's basically indicated that um, it's fine because Antoine's like going to jail and Free City like failed. Yeah. I guess so. But, um, uh, yeah, we'll talk I, about sequels later. I think those like yeah. references and stuff came together in the late game because I've I saw that like Sean Levy was saying that like Ryan Reynolds was really good with uh, convincing Disney to let them use stuff. Oh, that's cool. So then they might not have had all the Avengers and the Star Wars and all that stuff, but well, yeah, well that that would have had to be after the acquisition, like that yeah. couldn't have been written in. No but way. that whole sequence with Dude, like Dude is fucking funny. That, that was <laughs> that's what I'm saying. With, like funny. that's the part of the movie where I was like. So Cat into this. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like three things. <laughs> yeah. Kicking ass. TBD. <laughs> Third thing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Hey, did you guys see or notice all the cameos, voice cameos throughout? I didn't. Until I didn't notice until I looked at voice the IMDb. Cameos. Yeah. Dude, John Krasinski's in this. 
Hugh Jackman's in this. Yeah, the Dwayne Rock. Johnson's in what? this. What? Who, who are they voice? They're all just like robbers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I was going to mention when you talked about the game references and the game cred that it has. I like the fact that they made it kind of, they pretty much didn't have any bones about the portrayal of gamers. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's it's a dude power fetishes. That's yep. all it is. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get to have guns and be muscular and have yeah. a mohawk. You're and have a so t- hot. Hot chick and yeah. convertible. Yeah. I, I like how they play that joke, though. When like, uh, when they, the people are become self-aware because of Guy's influence and, st- or not Steve, that's his stranger name, uh, Keys, gives that speech about yeah. like, they're becoming aware. Like, she wrote a fucking book about like, like misogyny and like all these things. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is great. What did he say? It was yeah, like was a hilarious. little, yeah. little, little. Uh, he criticized a little self preachy, a little oh, preachy. preachy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, overall, it's pretty good. I was <laughs> a searing like, indictment. So that was yeah, a really. Yeah, that's it. So like, there was one, uh, w- one part where I was very confused about what the other NPCs were capable of. Mm. Like I thought that, and this is something that the movie isn't super great at. I'd say is like, but I mean, you could also say that it's part of the slow reveal. But I was very confused, confused about the lore and how this was working. Like, is Guy the only one who really is like becoming self-aware no. in this way? But then they make it clear later that all of the NPCs are. Yep. But I think like, as we were saying earlier, there are a couple times where I'm just like, okay, I know this is a video game, but I don't know whether the movie is portraying things like this because it doesn't know how video games work mm. or whether it's portraying it that way because later we'll find out that this is a special case and you know there's there's reasoning behind this. Like he wakes up in an apartment he gets dressed like NPCs don't do this in Grand Theft Auto. You know, the NPCs that you see are literally just they're never going back to their apartments. You know, well, in The Witcher, they do. They have like houses sure. and they go and get in sure. and out of their houses. I guess depending on the game, but yeah. like, but and most games, you don't have th- NPCs. I don't think it's this. I don't think it's that unrealistic that like the most cutting edge inter like in- amazing game would yeah. have like like more believable life cycles for the NPCs. Yeah, and it's a convenience for the movie. You yeah. could you could not make a movie where let's say he just pops in texture pop right. in he just no. boop, spawns in the bank when a robber yeah. goes into it i feel like maybe this is just my personality but like i'm i feel like i'm when it comes to lore and world building and stuff i'm really one of these stickler people where i'm just like wait so if guy is grabbing the guys like the guy comes to strike him with a weapon and he grabs the weapon and then breaks his arm with his knee like what's the button combination to do that? Well, he's not doesn't but, have buttons. But I guess part of the conceit is that guy is not a player and he's just like acting, you know, like he he there's no button to kiss, but yep. he knows how to kiss. Well, this, this is the the link to Neo. It's basically <laughs> it's like the Matrix except at the end of the Matrix, spoilers for the Matrix, 1999 guys. <laughs> Best when, time. when he like runs through Smith and then he flexes and the the world around him goes like right, right. Yeah. That's that's like act 1 of this movie. Mm. Yeah, as soon as he so. gets those sunglasses, yeah. he like has all those abilities. Uh, since he's part of the game, well, he can he, bend it more than. But that's why I was confused because he should only have the abilities that a player has. But it's 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 sort of like he has the abilities that a player has and the abilities of like someone who is more inherently in that yeah. world. Yeah, that works for me. So yeah, it it it's just like I just have to get over that hump a little bit at sure. a few t- points in the movie where I was like, like when he's watching her and he's like in awe at how well she's like fighting uh, when they're trying to get that video clip. She's like blocking things and stuff. I'm like, okay, so in real life, she's probably just like good at the combat system and we're not seeing it play out one-to-one exactly what she's no. doing, but the character is like doing an animation that doesn't track. And anyway, I just, I, I, this, is, I mean, this is way too you're granular. Going really, yeah, I you're am. going deep because yeah. I love that scene when he when she's first fighting by herself and he smashes through the window on the motorcycle yeah. and like kind of like casually gets off it. Yeah. I, I, I got pumped. I got yeah, like yeah. genuinely pumped and then the fight scene was good. 
and then yeah, his that slow mo of him reacting to her, yeah, made me laugh. I really liked how that um, when are you talking about when she kind of gives him the mission to to go and level up? Yeah, and then you, the, you oh, kind of cut is... back. It's after, and okay. she cuts it cuts back to her, and she's broken in. I yeah. like that. I like what it does for the story when she gives him the mission to level up. Mm. Because prior to that, I'm trying to think of like, you know, when I'm watching a movie, I'm trying to think of like, what is this character's like absolute need? What what's gonna happen here? And the first thing we're given is, I want a girlfriend. I need right. a love in my life. That's yeah. like his yeah. his stated need. But even prior to that, he implicitly describes these heroes. The sunglasses people, they kick a lot of ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wish, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be cool to be one of them. So, I mean, I, I thought that where the movie was going to go was like, oh, it turns out that the sunglasses people are, are, you know, they're not cool. They're not good people. Look yeah, at, right. Like, because even in that opening montage, he's showing the, they're assholes. They're coming yeah. in, they're stealing people's cars, they're killing people. There's car pileups. You don't want to aspire to be one of those people. Yeah. But, anyways, he does. And so we know that he wants to be a hero and wants to have a girlfriend. And then so he sees her. We know later on that that's like the catalyst for him to become self-aware. Um, but then when he finally meets her, she gives him the 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 mission, go and level up, basically go and become a hero. So I, what I like about that narratively is it melds those two needs mm. into one need. Yep. For me to get the girl, I must also become hero. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I must that also was, become hero. That was tight. And it's it's a fun montage. It's like, I can't remember what you call it, but like in a superhero movie when they're getting their powers, like you're just seeing him come into his powers and level up. Like that, it was fun. I, it, it was fun, but I was also confused about his combat proficiency. And like, obviously it shows that he's getting better, but he also does stuff in the in the very beginning when he's supposed to be bad. Yeah. Where like they throw a grenade at him and he catches it. And it's like, whoa, he's a badass, okay. Mm-hmm. And then he throws it and then knocks off the car. And it, But in that instance, it's more like, okay, he's really good. That was just unlucky. Yeah. But then, and then he goes and like, he's he's blocking people's blows. He's like doing Kung Fu and stuff. It's like, wait, when is he supposed to have learned that? It's, well, it's it's weird because like they shoot like, kind of like the beginning and the end, like before and after of that sequence when he goes and like blocks some people and it's yeah. like slightly better at the end, but it was pretty impressive yeah, at the, the beginning. Yeah, the first time yeah, it was pretty it was impressive. Like, yeah. So I was just like, uh, yeah. but so like the way that I rationalize it once more is that, okay, we're seeing this play out a certain way, but like he is kind of working within the game systems where mm-hmm. it's like there's a punch button. So yep. you don't need how to you don't need to learn how to physically throw your fist forward. Maybe there's just kind of like a a mechanism that you initiate and then it's like you punch and it's a hard good punch. It's a line of code. Like yeah. punch. Yeah. But. So that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I thought We're I was, gonna get so I was really, hard about this. Like, but like <laughs> I, I feel like despite my misgivings about all of these like little tiny things that would bother like, you know, pedantic gamers like myself maybe. Uh, the movie does really well at 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 uh pleasing us as well. Yeah. So I was I, like <laughs> I, I was annoyed, and then something else would happen. I'd be like, "That's the Halo tank," and then I yeah, felt better. You know, I don't know. Cool. I had the, my my one that annoyed me of that kind of thing is when the programmers are chasing guy up the building yeah and they like hit a line of code and then the building's like reshaping like perfectly yeah. for the stairs i'm like there wouldn't be a line of code <laughs> that'd be hard <laughs> yeah well, that, that, that annoyed me actually i'm like well actually they'd probably just go in spectate mode and just like exactly. yeah, up that's there. What I expected. but that would look no super code. lame yeah. in a movie so yeah. Can you imagine it just would look no super clip? weird to like yeah they're <laughs> yeah, like exactly. flipping through through walls and stuff yeah. yeah i wasn't even i didn't think it was that funny that um the one Cop was a bunny. Was a bun- no, that bunny. That bunny suit didn't I get the last from me. I feel either. bad. I didn't like that guy at all. Like I, he was lame. I liked, I liked the character and the actor. Like he was I like, fine in the real world. When he's like, that sounds boring and a full of white privilege. Like that joke got that a was laugh. funny. That got a yep. get, that got a laugh in my theater. Yeah, but I think I was disappointed then because it's like 
Okay, they're making the white privilege joke, but then the guy like I okay, I felt a little weird because the main characters in this are all white. Mm-hmm. There are there is some representation. His friend is is a uh, brown Indian or That's whatever. tokenism. What? Yeah, yeah, token- yeah, it's tokenism. When and, Buddy is black, um, but he's like the token yeah, buddy, best for, token black. Buddy is black. black Taika yeah. is is uh, New Zealand Kiwi. Yeah, yeah indigenous. Yeah, he's Kiwi. white passing. Yeah, yeah, but they're all the kind of like secondary guys or the bad guys, and the main guys are all white. I, we're gonna well, get it's criticized a me- it's for a, being woke here. It's a here, meta but. commentary. That's what it is. Yeah, maybe. That's my defense. Yeah, yeah, the sure. sequel is uh-huh. going to be the same movie, but from yeah. the other perspective, and you're going to realize that like million keys are actually garbage yeah. people. Honestly, I probably wouldn't even have thought about it at all if they didn't have the white privilege line. But then that got yeah. me thinking. I'm like, hey, that's a little hypocritical. I don't know. Yeah. They don't give the friend too much to do, and it's nice. I like when people you think are going to be bad in the end have a turn for the good. Like it's yeah. nice that he's working with them. It's true. And I enjoy that. And he's like, oh, get together, you two. Oh. Yeah, because he, I mean, I feel like if he knew that yeah. they stole his coat, his friend's coat or whatever yeah. from the get-go, then he would have been fine. Yeah. But he was just trying to, you know, do his job. Yep. He didn't know that guy was sentient. He didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, the bunny suit was like, eh. I yeah. do like the, uh, it was It was part of these references to kind of gamer culture. It made me feel at yeah. home. I like, like they know what skins I like, are. I like the key skin, like the the <laughs> sleazy cop with yeah. the mustache. That that got a laugh. I w- you know what it was? It was a letdown because because the other guy was like, "I'm going full body mustache." I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see what this is." And it's just a bunny. I yeah, like, I thought it was gonna okay. be like the Borat bikini, like the mankini, something like that, like oh. intense. That would be funny. That'd yeah. be way funnier than yeah. a bunny. But the bunny does feel very Fortnite. It does. Yeah. Grant that Free City was kind of like a mix of. GTA and and Fortnite. I I and saw then, like, that, but like Arcadey stuff with all of these crazy. I didn't get the Fortnite vibe. To me, it's just like it's just GTA Online. Oh yeah, with well, like maybe a bit of because apparently the they power were, ups. Oh yeah, that's fair because yeah. they they were aiming for SimCity and Red Dead Redemption Two. That's what they were aiming for. What? And I think Red Dead Redemption Two is basically GTA Online, but more grounded and real. So I think oh. that's probably what they were like. We want it to feel real, not just like Arcadey. Oh, but it, okay. then it also feels really it arcade. super arcade. You're like yeah. flying through the city in jets blowing yeah. up. St- I don't know. Yeah. I have to say I hated the intro so much. I thought the movie was ruined. As soon as the Ryan Reynolds uh, voiceover and is happening and oh, really? Channing Tatum sky, skydiving, I was like, but then the actual action sequence what was pretty sick. What didn't you like about that? I just, I don't know. It, it, just was, seemed- it was like one of those like, hi, I'm Guy. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did kind of feel like In maybe six it was but then the, the, the actual dead. action sequence that was mostly one take was actually like pretty cool. And I was like, okay, maybe there's like a creative spark behind this thing. And that's how I feel about the whole thing is like, right. it's a really stupid idea. Yeah. Uh, really like easy to follow plot. But yeah, like, they really put the effort in and to like push it just enough that it's like, yeah, this yeah, is good. A perfect example of that is when they keep uh, doing this like... um praise of the killer thing you know when they talk about the bad guy ahead of time to kind of get you psyched mm. up they're like oh Antoine's coming Antoine this Antoine yeah. I'm like okay let's all get excited for Antoine there's just <laughs> big build up here and then it's Taika Waititi and I yes. was amazed so okay. good. what did you guys think about Taika Waititi I loved him I it took me one one session of jokes to like warm up to him the first yeah. one I was like oh it's a little cringe yep. uh, yeah but, but then that's I his got character for cringe. sure for sure everybody hates him I, I have to say the way they spell Antoine is perfect. A-N-T-W-A-N. It's so obnoxious. Yeah, it's yeah. so obnoxious. Yeah. I I feel like I was the same. Where the first scene, I was it like, was like rough, and then I, I was like, love Taika Waititi. Yeah, He's I like love my him. Favorite no, human being. I love Taika Waititi. Yeah, I think that this was just a bad casting decision because. Uh, while he does a decent job at the character, like he's he's got the the inflection, the tone, right, and all that stuff. I just like 
you can tell that this isn't who he is, yeah. and I didn't believe that this dude I'm watching on screen is this douchebag. When he character. goes oh, more, when he goes more yeah. evil, I believed it. Like when he was smashing the servers, like, and he's like kind of more quiet, and uh, he faces Millie. Like that scene when he's like really got his darkness front and center. Yeah, I felt that a little bit more, and I'm like, oh, there's like the realness. I, don't know. I, I think that Taiga, like Taika Waititi, does really, really, really well when he's doing sort of like um, roles that can disguise what he's doing like mm. he played Hitler in Jojo Rabbit Perfectly. and he does a great job because it's supposed to be this like cartoony dream version of yeah, Hitler like what a right? child you're not supposed thinks. to be looking at him being like that's Hitler um you're you're he's a child's conception of Hitler and in uh he's done a lot of voice work where you his voice is hilarious and he's like really great with like line delivery and obviously he's a good writer um but I feel and like in this one I could see all these little things on his face his his eyes would kind of like move to the side where he was like thinking about how to perform. And maybe this is like, okay, maybe this is me as an actor <laughs> thinking about these things. But like, I just thought that it was a, it was a weird casting decision. But if most people think it's totally fine, then, then I thought it was a great cast. Cool. I think, I, think and I don't know cast. him personally like you do. So <laughs> I don't have all that baggage. I think, I think it was a good cast too. And I think like Taika Waititi is just one of those people that I get excited to see in a movie. And yeah. so even though it took me a little bit to warm up to what, his level of energy or whatever oh, it was. Yeah. was. He, he has so I much charisma. I, I love there. when he like sat down and started meditating on the floor. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. hilarious. Yep. Um, he was despicable. I loved it. But you know who was who stood out to me as a uh, one of the secondary characters? Was Bruce Buddy. Evans. Oh. But Chris Evans. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was a great, great little joke. Yeah. What the oh. shit? Yeah. Um. But yeah, Buddy. Uh. Um. Guy's friend. I feel like I really, really felt that they were friends. Yeah. And I th- I felt the chemistry, yep. especially, um, I wrote down one of their funny lines. It's like, beers on the beach after work? Of course we're going for beers after work. Ooh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that guy is lovable. His yeah. name is yeah. Lil Rel Howery. Yeah, Howery. yeah, yeah. He's the dude from Get Out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's so his good. friend in Get Out. He's but been in a few things. He's kind of a Kevin Hart ripoff in no! this in this movie. Oh, he's way better than Kevin Hart. In this Hart. movie, he had some Kevin Hart vibes. He's like a nerdy Kevin Hart, yeah. sort of. He's I very love But he, I like that his journey that he goes on when he refuses to take the glasses, but yeah. then by the end... Like he has some of the best lines. Like he's like, I don't care if this isn't real. Like I'm here with my best friend, yeah. like helping him through something. Like that's more real than anything. But like that's what you were talking about when you're saying that it made you feel things. Totally, you didn't I felt it. it. I was like, oh damn, that's well, that's fucking. Yeah, real. that was powerful to hear from them because you obviously think of our own. Like we don't have free will, right? <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> right, obviously, yeah. who cares? Like, yeah. Whenever yeah. I don't, I, I have no interest in clicking on those damn articles about like Elon Musk says we're in a fucking simulations because it doesn't <laughs> matter <laughs> the outcome is stupid. the same yeah. yeah that may be true or mathematically likely but it, the outcome is the same i still have to come to work today yeah, yeah. you know and i feel like I, this that, job unless i can break the simulation by being aware of it then i don't want to fucking know exactly unless i'm oh. free guy or neo yeah well if you can break the simulation by knowing about it but then you're powerless to do anything about it yeah that well then you're be. not breaking the simulation unless you can meet god and kiss her after <laughs> ice cream like in this movie <laughs> You've what? met God? Yeah. That's what he says that. And See, that was dick? actually yeah. weird because I thought that it was going to get turned around and because he was speaking to God because she was the one who made the algorithm. Mm-hmm. But, but they didn't then know later, that at that point. But, well, later on it's revealed that his specific guy pathology, yeah. It, yeah, guy, is is was written by Keys. Yeah. And the reason that she's the catalyst for him to become self-aware is because Keys wrote on these, he's a guy who was in love and he's in love with Minnie. Well, yeah, Keys uh, basically made Guy as like a sort of representation of him and his love yeah. for Millie. So he's kind of God, which is weird because I, I guess it's both. Well, because there's two gods. Yeah, yeah. well, because prior to that, you're like, okay, she made the algorithm. 
So she's God. Plus, he has her likes, like the um the, the swings gum. and the ice cream, Mariah Carey fantasy and all that. But then that was just put in by other God. So I, I don't know who's <laughs> well, that, too you know, hard. I feel like they address this by trying to find the, the allegories. You know? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's going to be a depends on your theology. But <laughs> I feel like the, going back to Buddy, I feel like that theme of finding out that you know reality isn't what it seems, or like what if we're not real? You know that question. It's a real. It's a real question yeah. that everyone. You know that you re- referenced this like simulation hypothesis, like whatever brains in a vat and stuff. And I don't. I didn't expect that kind of question to be sort of a. It's not like really dived into, touched but upon, but yeah. it's touched upon in this, and I feel like it leads to this really tender emotional moment. And I didn't expect that, and the, so it was like extra powerful because of that. Yeah. And then again, uh, I thought there was another example. Well, well there there may be. Speaking of touched upon, I wondered if you guys felt this was intentional or what. But there's that scene of the real life Earth One security guards. Oh yeah, being like that security guard's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when he he dusts away, right? He's like on the yes. bridge, and then he's, I I think that's another really good moment where I felt it a lot too. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. When they're on the bridge, and then they get separated because Anton is smashing everything. And whatever. It doesn't matter that it's not how that would work when you break servers. But then they get separated, and they have their moment together. And he's like, I can't remember what he says. What do you, do you have it written down? No, oh, I don't. Okay. I don't remember what but he says. But they have that but, exchange. But he's like, even if I'm not real, our friendship was, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, and he's like, this is the best day of my entire life. Yeah, and I, I felt it. I you wrote, guys love I, Buddy stuff. I love. Oh, Buddy. I really do. But what I wrote down was, um, uh, they managed to have an emotionally affecting moment that was also really funny because you like are like, you're like, I'm not crying, but I was like, you know, it's that emotion. <laughs> I'm sad that he's dying, and it's like they've done the work to to make me care about him, and then he dies. And then it immediately cuts to the security guards who was like, that's a good, I was yeah. a mother effing yeah. hero. And I was, and I immediately laughed, but it was like laugh crying. Yep. It was great. I well, was that's like, not exactly what I'm talking about. What are you talking Well, because when they're in the server smashing room, there's a part where uh, Taika Waititi is like, security. And then the person who's getting hauled away is like, he could call you by your name, you know. He mm. says that to the security guard. He's basically calling the security guard an NPC. Uh. You're a background character in this movie. Wait, who says that? I think it's the... Uh, the uh, boss, the manager guy. No, who says Mouser? he could call you by your name, you know? The, the, Mouser? The manager or, guy. Yeah, Mouser. Yeah. Mouser says that? I, th- I think it's Mouser. Okay. And and it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah, says but it says to the it. security guard. Yeah. He says to the security guard, like, he, could, he oh, could call you by your name, you know? And then very shortly after is that scene you're talking about where the real life security guards are looking at the virtual security guard being like, that's a security guard. Yeah. I feel like there huh. are a number of kind of like quick lines and background things that I didn't quite catch. Uh, this is not a movie that I would normally want to rewatch, but I feel like I do when it comes on streaming just because yeah. I know that there were so many things like that that I didn't catch and the things in the background, like <laughs> there was one shot where it's one of the wider shots of like the central plaza in the city and a car drives through going some direction and there's another car on top of it upside down <laughs> and I was just like it's just like a completely unnecessary detail yeah. but I managed to catch it and I'm like how many other things are there in this movie like that where it's just like something's happening in the background oh, sure, I didn't yeah, catch it tons um so I, I kind of want to I kind of want to rewatch it um there are some people I think the VFX company is called Scanline oh um there are some people watching the credits behind me and they were looking for their names because they worked they worked on this oh, movie. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, Scanline, Scanline VFX. So I wonder if the if they had creative freedom to, to put in whatever they wanted, or maybe and maybe they got some extra time or something because of COVID. 
I don't know. I don't know if that uh, how, mm. how how many re-edits there were, but uh, yeah. What did you guys think of the Channing Tatum stuff? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I got real laughs from I me. That guy's always it. good. He's funny. Yeah. I like how fun he willing he's like how willing he is to make fun of himself. Oh man. Like, uh, do you guys ever see what is it? Um, this is the end. This is the end when he's in like the gimp. Scene. Yeah, that <laughs> disturbed me greatly. <laughs> And then I saw the glimpses of that in this movie where like, yeah. what does he do? He's like his mouth and tongue are wide wide open and out. He's like, ah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Man. Yeah, I like when he's freaking out at his mom. Who's voiced by Tina Fey. I don't know why, how why or how they did that. But Wait, what movie are we talking about here? This movie. Whose mom is voiced by Dan? Uh the gamer that is represented by oh. him. Or that controls him. Voiced by Tina Fey, but we see her in the background. Do we that's her? Oh, right, apparently according to IMDb. Okay, I don't know. I yeah. didn't notice. That guy was great. Yeah. Mom, don't touch that. Oh no! Well, that's China, Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah. don't touch the sock. Don't touch that sock. Don't touch that. If you touch that sock, you'll be you'll be scarred for life. Mom, no. And then strong. Uh, they had so many like quick little banter moments yeah. in that scene. Uh, 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 Ryan Reynolds is like, uh, no, I'm a good guy. And Channing Tatum's like, what'd you say? And he moves close and he puts his hand on his hips. <laughs> it's just like it was just so weird. I was like, yeah. what is he doing? It was yeah. just. Oh, I loved it. That, he, that must have been improv y because yeah, 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 it's yeah. a bizarre scene. Well, that was shot way been. later, too. Like, that wasn't part of the original script. Like, oh, yeah. Channing, Tatum, the Channing, Channing Tatum, according to the article I read, uh, the Sean Levy was just like, yeah. yeah, Brian Reynolds came up with all these ideas in the edit and we made it happen. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Man, and Channing Tatum was a great guy to play the guy who, the, the, the player that's doing all of the stupid Fortnite yeah. dances because he's like, he executes them flawlessly. Yeah. Like, he's doing the floss and he's like, he's doing it with, yeah. with gusto. Although, Having the floss is like the main emote kind of ages the movie. It's like a little bit. Well, Although we know I know that that happened a while ago. Even like ago. the little thing where like when they're getting when she, Millie finally plays the video clip and can see the like island in the background, but it's him on like a flagpole and he's like doing the dance on the <laughs> flagpole, but he's yeah. like almost it's nothing. But you can tell it actually was Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, I thought that was funny. I, love I think it. that was actually really clever how they find where the island is where it. Like was saved in the reflection, like the cube map, but not the like world. Epic like, gamer moment. Yeah, I was there, like, that's hey? like our actual gamer thing. Like the because like the island is there, but they've hidden it, but yeah. it exists in the the cube map. That so was they can cool. See it. Yeah. I was like, that's clever. Because there are actual like, uh, I, have you seen that YouTube channel? There's some YouTube channel or, or somebody that that does videos entirely on things that are hidden in game files. Yep. So like they no clip out or whatever, and he, they find all of the stuff that de the developers yep. have like left there. Because they'll do be be developing a game and they'll put something somewhere in the game world while they're working on something else and they just like forget about it or leave it there intentionally and yeah, what's well, the whole thing in uh, Breath of the Wild is finding all the hidden chests that like shouldn't be shouldn't exist right, right. and they're just like in the floor like, like yeah, yeah you have to glitch to get them the main yeah. map somewhere yeah. it's cool it's cool that the movie knew to do that yeah because I, I don't feel like it's like the gameriest movie which is good I didn't I didn't want it to be super gamery right but uh, they do just enough to be yeah, like, it yeah it was it was both accessible and had enough homage. Yeah. Boundary say. break. Yeah. Jesse just messaged me because he can hear us some, somehow. I don't know <laughs> where he is. But uh, yeah, it's called Boundary Break. Nice. Check it out. There was a, a few moments in this movie where I felt that I was ahead of the characters. Mm. You know, I'm like, I, okay, guys, I already knew that. Like, yeah. welcome to the conversation. But I wonder if that's intentional and if it's desirable. Maybe. I, I once heard someone say that, um, is it trailers specifically? But like, you get a, you get a good feeling for being right yeah, mm. you know, like oh, I kn I knew that 
she wasn't going to die there or I knew that she was going to kill that guy or I knew this was happening, that this was going to be the twist and like, oh, I'm smarter than this movie. But that's not, you, on the surface, you think that's a bad thing, but you, it's actually, actually a good thing. It makes you feel good. What do you guys think? I think it's that? probably a bit of both. I think there was some stuff that I found frustrating where, but it, it wasn't like the movie was like guiding me there. It was more just like these characters should should know this. Like, why is nobody concerned about but about guy going off the rails like it felt like nobody really cared enough about mm. that and i felt like as an audience member i was like someone needs to be like really researching what's going on here but no one seems to right but in terms of like plot elements where i'm getting ahead of them i yeah i think it worked for me where i felt like i i felt i was like i could figure stuff out and then very quickly it would pay off and i felt that satisfaction so it think, was working what do you think me. about that concept in general outside of this movie do you that like it's satisfying it's, to because on the other hand you've got things. like Tenet or something or like a spy movie where you're just like trying to keep up the characters. Yeah. Need, of you. I think you need both. I yeah, think like if, if it's all both in one movie or yeah, you need both in one both movie. in the corpus of movies. Well, both, and I think like every yeah, movie it's all a spectrum. So yeah. it's like your your movie will fall on that spectrum, maybe too far to one side to the other. But I think you need to have like surprises for your audiences, but you also need to have them be able to like comprehend what they're watching and like feel right. the right emotion and like have their brain be leading them down the path so that when you hit the the emotional beats, they feel it. Christopher yeah. Nolan. And yeah. they hear it, well, too. Yeah. I, I feel like it is, it's super important to give the viewers that uh, a sense that things make sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's kind of part of it, where it's like, okay, if they can predict where things are going perfectly, that means that everything that you did is predictable and it makes sense or whatever. So the, the optimal mix, I'd say, is to introduce a subversion of things of, of like well-trodden plot uh, elements. But at the same time, maybe you want to like mostly follow a path, but then subvert something that is like slightly different. Yeah, throw in the dude. Because if, he, yeah, I think that you will have a feeling when you're watching a movie and you think that some one thing is going to happen and something completely different happens, maybe it can work if, it's, if, the, if it makes sense. But I feel like a lot of the time, people just do that just to subvert expectations. <laughs> I'm not Shyamalan. Oh, as Jedi. And no, so no, we're not. We're not. I'm not bringing it up. <laughs> you can d- d- agree or disagree, but uh, I feel like the best thing is to kind of have some sort of mix there, where you're like, okay, I'm going to take this formula, and I feel yeah. like this movie does it really well. Where, uh, you know, I, although one thing I mentioned is that there seem to be like multiple all is lost moments, and it it kind of felt weird. Uh, I thought I had three examples, but I only wrote down two. So like when guy discovers he's an NPC. Uh, Millie, Millie tells him he's an NPC and he's like, wait, what do you mean? I'm not real, blah, blah, blah. And he has like a, oh, all is lost moment where he goes away and he's sad. And then he meets with Buddy and he's like, what if we're all not real? Does that matter? And then they have that cool thing. And then so that would be all is lost. And then a, another one that would come during the end, during the final push. Well, then yeah, he so gets the, erased. Yeah. So that's the second one where he loses his memory. And then we're like, because I actually didn't expect that at all. I was like, oh, they're going to stop it right before it happens or whatever. But like, no, he does lose yeah. his memory. But then almost immediately they gets it back. I hated that. Yeah, that was felt, maybe one of my weird. least favorite moments is like the, the magic kiss that restores his memory. Like the, the visual was cool of having like his like ex- possibilities expanded or whatever. Yeah. But it felt so cheap. It yeah. felt like so. That was easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. And like they could have done something more clever. And I think it should have been self-earned. Like he should have had to like have like a, a, a breakthrough that unlocked it or something. But yeah, just a kiss was like, okay. Yeah. And it works well, towards maybe was... selling the romance plot. Yeah. But I don't know. It, I it thought just felt... the kiss made yeah. sense. Like yeah. because they had the kiss earlier. And so then it was kind of like a setup and a payoff thing. Yeah. And I it made sense to me that, you know, he is he has a like sort of a bodily experience, I guess, in this game. So then when he has this like 
sensation. He's like, but whoa, how, and it like. Brings, but how did she kiss him? She, there is no kiss button. I guess that's just part See, of that's, magic. The, oh. I think, like, that's that's what I think maybe would have been better if it was like he had enough of a breakthrough that he realized that he had to kiss her and like surprised her yeah. with that. Like maybe that could have been a cool moment. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, but she has no kiss button. It's either so a huh? plot hole or it's like a magical thing we're just supposed to accept. Yeah, she just loves him so much that they created it. But to your um, earlier question as to how many. How many all those lost moments are there? Yeah, I, didn't, I thought like, there was another one, but maybe well, I'm I haven't wrong. plotted this movie out. But um, the ones that are typical are there's the midpoint, which is usually a raising of the stakes, uh, yep. and th that could have been when he finds out that he's AI. It's usually there's like a no turning back kind of thing happens. Right, there. Right, right. Then there's the all is lost, we're fucked, and then there's usually um, you know they gather the team, they do a final push, and during that final push, there's the the high tower surprise. Mm. You get to the boss's lair, and oh shit, that's probably that's the dude. dude. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I felt like the overall one of the one of my negative things about the movie is that it did it did feel quite chaotic, and I feel like that maybe that's one of the things that contributed to this feeling I had of like, wait, what? How? What? What do the NPCs do, and how do they do this? How does this work? Uh, was was the fact that everything kind of seemed jumbled? It wasn't. It didn't really feel like there was a smooth kind of grade to go up to the to the rising yeah. action. You know, What's, it's like. It's I feel like this movie was too long as well. Like it could have been. I feel like could have been a bit shorter. Yeah, because I, I agree with you. It feels a little scattered. Not a ton. It's a there. bit of like a complex, ten or fifteen minutes shorter. It's yeah, a bit yeah, of a yeah, complex yeah, yeah. plot though, because at first we, like we said at the beginning, we start with guy and we think that that's the journey of like discovering the guy, a guy in a video game. But really, we discover that the there's a meta narrative of of uh, Keys and Millie and that whole thing. So. Yeah. Um, I don't I'm, know. I'm not sure. On, like it specifically, it would be hard to. It would be hard. Hard to cut it. And down. then maybe they did too. Did you guys think the movie was funny? Oh, I yeah. did. I laughed. I laughed out loud. I laughed multiple times. Did you think Ryan Reynolds was funny? I did. Yes. He's not the funniest part of the movie, but he's funny. He, and he's also very Ryan Reynolds-y. Yeah. Ryan reynolds -y in this movie with his uh, his verbal like imagery. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I like saying that word cappuccino. It's like waterfall yeah, words yeah, coming yeah, out of yeah. my mouth. You like, could kind of tell. A that lot there of his was jokes have to do with the mouth, actually. Oh yeah, he's like it's like Jesus scrubbed my tongue. Wait, okay. I don't, I don't get that. I didn't that get joke. that. I wrote it down because I was gonna ask I you guys. I laughed because I was uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't. So like, yeah, I yeah. think <laughs> it's so hot. It's so hot. It's like Jesus. Right before he finished, he told my dad he's good enough. <laughs> it's like, and then he walks away, and I was like, <laughs> when he said he finished, he didn't mean like ejaculated. Yeah, he finished scrubbing his tongue. There's a scrubbing his tongue element that you're missing. Oh. Oh, was he scrubbing the tongue? I think that's, and he almost finished. <laughs> I, was, I was just, I'm glad to hear you guys were confused though no. as well. Cause yeah. I was like, I wrote it I down because I up. wanted to know what the no. hell he was talking yeah, about. But even like the little Told stuff. Told my father he was good enough. Yeah. I, I <laughs> lost it at that. Yeah. It was hilarious. Uh, Wait, but what, what's the joke? I don't get it. Oh, just like uh, trauma and pain and family. <laughs> well, I get that there was some you know? sort of element of, anyways, we'll move, let's uh, move on. I like <laughs> the joke when like the, he, like the first robber he kills and that was like, yo, you killed him. He's like, no, he's sleeping. What? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's lots, there's lots of little little jokes, and yeah. I, I feel like the movie is fairly dense with trying trying the jokes, and they usually landed. Like yeah. there wasn't that many. I was like, oh, I think I think cringe. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hey, guy. was that improv. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because he's Although, lying there. No, I don't think it was improv. His hand comes up. I th to me, it seemed like one of the jokes that um, it was improv at first, and they loved it. So then they. They went with it and did an additional take, and that's when mm. because could if be, you just be. did it the first time, Officer Jenny, the, yeah. the cop would have just broken character and laughed. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. you just smashed by these two cards, and the the wait, the amount of time you wait for the line is so is perfect. That was very Jim Carrey. There's a couple moments in this movie mm. where I thought Ronald Reynolds, he must be influenced by Jim Carrey. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, who 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 isn't be? Yeah. a person which, his age who's in comedic a comedy. actor isn't? Yeah, these days. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the 
points that I really laughed was like Buddy being like coming up against dude in the end. Yep. When he's like, oh, his hands. How does it? How do? How do his punches hurt so bad? But his hands are so <laughs> soft. That was amazing. <laughs> and then Buddy's just groping his uh, chest. Yeah. But dude like lifts him up and he's like, oh, he's lifting me like a feather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me like I'm a feather. He's a but or dude is a skin in Fortnite now. Yeah. How yeah. do they do that? Was that just a, a deep fake or like they just comped his face? Just on comped his but face. They did a pretty good job. There was, there was a couple times I was like, yeah, but it, because the same with the CG, I don't think the CG is particularly good, but because it's a video game world, my brain's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was definitely good enough. Yep. I mean, it's hard because the really big budget movies, like the Avengers movies, they it's just, like yeah. they get it so good that it's almost indistinguishable at this yep. point for some things like their, their time uh, machine costumes, yep. which were just total CG costumes. You didn't even know. Um, they're so good that when you see CG like in this movie, which is still very good, because it's not as good, you're like, well, oh, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing where it's like the CG does not look photorealistic, but I forgave it. And yeah. like, yeah, the deep fake story wise, the deep fake on dude, it looks rough sometimes, but it's still funny because it's rough. Like, yeah, and the character is rough. Adds, yeah, like yeah. the dental prosthetic and right. shit. Like, yeah, you're right. It's rough and it's supposed to be like unfinished. So, yeah. like, it all works. It adds to it almost. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, I fucking laughed. Okay, I only have one other question. The sunglasses. Yes. What the hell? At the beginning <laughs> of the movie, it's presented like if you just, if any one of these NPCs just put sunglasses on, they become super. Like, like a player. And yeah. they're outside of the game. But then over time, it's never said, but we kind of start to understand that they're meaningless, really. I think it just gives you the visual to see it. So like once you're aware, like you know that it's going on, but sort of to like, like a, learn about it, you need the glasses. What's it called? They live... The, yeah. the one with the yep. sun, where he sees the aliens through the sunglasses, yep. but yeah. like it, that stuff is always there, and they could always they could equip a weapon and, if they and, wanted to, yeah. but they just can't because they don't know how. No, but he couldn't walk across to the multiplayer lounge without them. He got hit by the train, but with the glasses, he can actually go in that lounge, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but maybe I think it's more that you but... just wouldn't see it without nope. them. So then you, but he actually tried. Didn't didn't he try to walk over there and get hit by? No, I think that was just because he didn't know the train was coming. No. <laughs> I thought the train just manifested and killed you every time. Oh, no, no, no. There was like a I barrier. So. Well, because like, they show with the glasses, they showed the like little cute one, the like manual yeah, train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like a big plot hole is who's streaming the whole thing at the end. Uh, Steve uh, Keys. Yeah, but he how? For, with what? He he hacks the server. He just has like a spectator bot on uh, yeah. on he, guy. He, I, I, they, did, they tried to make earn that. Like, yeah, they, they, he I had think, his laptop. Yeah, out. it's one of those things where like realistically it's not possible. But, but they, like it, in they show it in the movie of him like haha hacked show yeah, to the world. It just felt weird because um what's her name Millie was streaming it and then she got booted from the game and they're like the world is watching but now she's gone so I'm like wait how is the world watching and then later uh, Keys starts screaming streaming it I was confused. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that he's named Keys and he wears Clubmaster horn rim sunglasses like I did. I was so honestly, guys, I had like I had like a moment where I was like, what that that came up and they're like, hey, Keys. And he's Joe Keery, which like he kind of looks like the archetypically. archetypically. Well, he looks more like my friend Damien. Sure, sure. But he's got this like big brown hair like me. He's got the glasses and they're like. Hey keys, I was like, ah, what? That's weird. Have did you they seen? Steal? You you did they watch sue. Netlink Daily? Yes. Yeah, Do you watch uh, Ozarks? Remember Wyatt and Ozarks? This I kept thinking it was him, but this guy's like a like handsomer version. Well, yeah. I don't. Scary? Yeah. He's just Steve. He's Steve in Stranger, Stranger Things. Ah. Uh, he has crazier hair than that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's right, because this director directed eight episodes of 
uh, of Stranger Things. Sean Levy. Um, and a bunch of like rom-coms early on. Yeah, Sean Levy yeah. directed this. A bit strange because it seems like he's done a lot of like Night- producing, executive producing. Night of the Museum. Yeah, he, yeah, big, he, big he back directed that, right? He's directed, the, the movies that he's directed are like schlocky, Disney family friendly mm-hmm. stuff. And I guess I wouldn't expect him to make this movie so well. Well, I, I think that like a lot of credit should go to Ryan Reynolds. And I think Sean Levy said that too, where mm. like Ryan Reynolds said this is the movie he most got into since Deadpool 1. Right. And he was really invested. And like I think that comes through. And he's he's a producer on this. And I think he did have a big hand on like like this creative energy that everyone brought and kind of focusing it. Man, and so I think that John Levy obviously did a good job, but I think that Ryan Reynolds also was a huge contributing factor. Ryan Reynolds really, like, it seems like he single-handedly revitalized his own career mm-hmm. by, like, selling yeah. and pitching these ideas and <laughs> and and making, like, he's a marketing like genius. Yeah. And he buys these companies. He bought, like, Mint, is it, are they called? No, they're, he, did he, he buy Mint? He bought some, like, Mobile? cell phone yeah. provider thing, and he does commercials aviation, for them as av- himself, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, and Aviation, aviation Gin. Gin. He's like he's a marketing producer, producer yeah. genius guy. Doesn't he yeah. have like a vegan thing with his wife? Maybe. Sure. Ryan well, Reynolds, if you're listening to this podcast, we'll gladly have he you should, on. We know you live in Vancouver. On. He should go on. He's yeah. just down the road. To try and get him. <laughs> um, that's pretty much all I have to say about this movie. Ryan Reynolds, you kind of have a porn star name. It does. A little bit. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. We forgive him. Ry- if we combined Riley Reynolds, that is a porn star name. That, that is. Yeah, well, it's pretty close. You're halfway there. I don't watch porn. I don't okay, know. Very quickly. You guys are gross. Is there a possibility that the sequel would be good or is it one of those like, don't make a sequel? I don't movies. think they should. And what the hell is it going to be? Yeah. And maybe so, they could come up with a really cool concept of like self-awareness. Yeah. I don't know, but so that was the one thing. Be. That was I the one know. thing that like, I know that the gamers in the audience were asking was like, okay, wait, they, they, they kind of gloss over the fact that this, he's the first artificially intelligent being yeah. and he happens to be an NPC in a video game. And it's like, okay, that's kind of wild, but let's keep moving because they're gonna they're gonna die or whatever. And I would have, I I think I would have liked to see a little bit of exploration on like, wait, what does that mean? We created artificial life for the yeah. first time. So like, maybe maybe they get into that and like, do they have rights and blah blah blah? You maybe. know, uh, there's places it could go, but it'll cease to be the same. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. This- yeah, it's one of those movies that, that there was a lot of possibility of it going wrong, and I think they got they didn't get lucky. They earned the fact that this is a decent movie, but I think like their luck will run out if they do a second. Yeah, one. I just, it's like Kingsman one. It's like it looked a certain way, and it's like oh, this is better than I thought, and then they do a second one, and it's like yeah. Oh, they, they had the trailer for the Kingsman on that one looks okay. Uh, you're gonna make me do it. I know it. Well, yeah, of course. I don't want to see it. You guys, you guys even watch the OGs? True, but what so we, we are watching. I saw the first one. Yeah. Next week, we are watching Kill Bill, Volume 1, with Sarah. Are we going to kill him or not? We don't I mean, even he, know what he looks like in well, that movie. He, he's a he's only a voice. Karate. You just got to go to his closet and see him. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us, at Carpool Critics. Email us, hello at carpoolcritics.ca. I really, really need to go to the bathroom, James. Just go. Have a I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>